You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Oh, uh, yeah, I can smell the barbecues in the air, right? The charcoal's getting warm. The meat's getting seasoned. You're working in your garage right now. You're working on the yard. You're enjoying this weather. But most importantly, you're getting ready to make some money. You're, 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 the anxiety's kicking in. We got an hour to go till you start your fantasy semifinals. Like I told Josh, it's uh, it's weird, right? If you're out there, you know that feeling of your fantasy guy. You get butterflies in your yeah. stomach right when that game kicks off at noon, when those games kick off, and you're thinking, all right, just one more. Let's get to this Super Bowl. It's just a different feeling. Everything means so much. Every play, like scoring on the first drive means so much because then you have all those extra opportunities later in the game to get another touchdown. So, but all that is just amplified this week, right? Because it's winter, it's winter go home. That's it. you got to get points on those drives. And if you had Lamar Jackson, you had to like what you saw on Thursday night. Some people are probably facing Lamar Jackson this week. We had to talk about that a little bit, Jerry. Do you adjust your lineup maybe for upside if you're somebody that played Lamar Jackson and you're, you're maybe down 40 points already? You have to at this point. I mean, we're talking to Andrew right now about it. And like I said, he said, you know, Lamar Jackson's ruining people's weeks. Yeah. Like you're coming into Sunday. Now you're doubting your team. Like, man, I got I to gotta take a chance here. So now you're playing for ceiling because Lamar hit his ceiling. Yeah, he, he did. It's funny. He didn't even have a rushing touchdown, but he still, you know, put up a big, big number. So, Andrew, you're going up against him, are you? Yeah. Uh, Thankfully, it's only a four-point touchdown pass league, but he still put up 37. Where does Lamar get drafted next year? He's got to be first round, right? With what he's done this year, it has to be first round. But I think it's a mistake. Jerry and I talked about this before the show. Talk to all the guys that took Patrick Mahomes in the second round this year. Are they happy with that decision? Typically, these guys, after a career season, they don't put up those same numbers again. And you're relying on a guy that does a lot of it with his legs. He's more likely to get hurt. Yeah, and I don't even want to use an injury thing on him. But like you said, he's more – it's more – you could see him getting hurt or missing games throughout a season at one point or another. And, I mean, he takes hits out there. He took a shot the other night. And he got up real quick. Yeah, when he broke the record, man, he got laid out. And he gets up real quick. It's like sometimes he's not human. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) – Everything he says and does is perfect. Like, I mean, he makes me sweat when he talks. You know what I mean? Like, when he talks, he's just, he makes you want to throw on a helmet and go out there and block for him. You know what I mean? He's like such a good person. You know what I mean? He is what you want as a quarterback, as a leader. He is not even about him. He threw that interception. Did you see that? He ran and he started telling everybody, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, I got you. We're going to go out there and we're going to, and you're thinking, like, bro, they don't care. Everybody kept telling him, bro, you're all right. You're all right, man. And, that just goes to show you he, he plays with a chip on his shoulder. You got to remember, and they show that picture, and it's all that picture is always going to sit in the history of real football drafts where Lamar Jackson was basically falling asleep in that draft room. Remember, yeah. nobody called, nobody, and, and he just sat there. His mom had, or whoever, I, I'm, I don't want to say who it was, but the lady, his mom, had her, her arm on his shoulder, and it's just like, it's going to be all right, baby, and things are all right, oh, baby. Things are fine. That's kind of the, the catch if you do fall in the draft. If you fall, typically you you fall to a good team. 
you know, because the good teams are picking late. So sometimes it's a blessing to fall because you fall to a good team, somebody that can use you. I did want to ask you, Andrew, what are you making any lineup changes knowing that you're you're going up against that 38 points or are you rolling with who you had originally? With the lineup that I've got, there's not a whole lot I can do. I can slot in like a Kenyon Drake or a Christian Kirk, but mm. neither of those guys are going to tip the scales in my favor over the people I've currently got in the lineup. So, Well, let's do a Moneyline family moment of silence for Andrew. All right, we're back. <laughs> now, let me get to what everyone is wondering and will fuller be active right will who's going to be active and there's only one person here at gal media that i trust with the injuries give it to him andrew all right so for the injury report this week guys we're going to start off over in carolina greg olson is going to be out with the concussion he practiced a little bit this week but he was unable to completely clear concussion protocol so ian thomas is going to handle their tight end duties taylor gabriel the wide receiver for the chicago bears he's out with the concussion as well Ben Broniker, the tight end for the Chicago Bears. He's also out with the concussion. Auden Tate was placed on IR, so that means John Ross III. It's his show this week. Noah Fant, tight end for Denver, uh, the Denver Broncos. He is active despite a foot injury. Bo Scarborough, the running back for the Detroit Lions. He is inactive with a rib injury, so that means Ooh. Wes Hillis Whoa, is up from the practice big squad. One. You want to talk about a name from out of nowhere. <laughs> his mom just heard, and she's like, who is that? I think I know that guy. <laughs> Jimmy Graham, tight end for the Green Bay Packers. He is active despite a wrist injury, but look, Jimmy Graham has been very, very hit or miss this entire year. I would stay away from him. Will Fuller, we talked about him. He is active despite the hamstring injury. And look, we've talked about this all year, guys. Be very, very careful when you've got guys with a hamstring injury that have missed some practice time. I know that it says that they're active and that they're going to play, but all it takes is one bad little tweak, and then they're out for multiple weeks, so please be careful. Mm -hmm. Albert Wilson, wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins. He is active despite a concussion. Same thing with Devontae Parker. Man, a lot of concussions this week. Yeah. Julian Edelman, he is active despite a shoulder injury. He's expected to get at least some double-digit targets today against the Bengals. Daniel Jones, quarterback for the New York Giants. He is out with the ankle injury, so that means Eli is going to get the start and will likely be the starter for the rest of 2019. Wow. Rhett Ellison, tight end for the Giants. He is out with a concussion. Evan Ingram's out with a foot injury. Jordan Howard, running back for the Philadelphia Eagles. He's out with a shoulder injury. Ooh, that's Nelson, Nelson Aguilar is out with a knee injury. So that means you've got Greg Ward Jr. and Arcega Whiteside filling in for him. Rashad Penny, he's out for the season. He was put on IR earlier this week. Luke Wilson, tight end for the Seahawks. He is inactive with a hamstring injury. So that means Jacob Hollister is going to continue to get the majority of those snaps. Jameis Winston is active. Mike Evans, we talked about him earlier. He's out. Derrick Henry, he is active despite a hamstring injury. But... Don't expect him to get his full workload this weekend. And then for the Redskins, Paul Richardson is out. He's out on IR with a hamstring injury. And Trey Quinn, the wide receiver for them, is out with a concussion. And that's it. Oh, man, there's a lot. My kind of takeaway there is, what do you think about Eli going against the Dolphins? I mean, I know it's like, but it's the Dolphins. You know what I mean? Like I somebody see this being this. This is how he writes his story. He knows it. This is my last chance, really, to he to does. go out on a high note. And that first half, it started off nice, right? They they hit Slayton deep, and yep. 
But I guess it was just more the malfunction of the Eagles defense allowing that kind of a play right before halftime to get Slayton. Slayton looked like a world beater out there. You know, he looked fast as lightning. And I like him this week against the Dolphins. I, I think he could do something. It, Eli didn't really do squat in the second half. That was the problem with that game. He had that Eli face the whole <laughs> time. I missed that face. I missed that face on TV. Just every time they show him, he's just like, mm. <laughs> We have, one day we're going to miss the Mannings when they're all gone. We really are. But in Brady starting to fall off a little bit too. We really are seeing like a, a changing of the guard. You know, like think how, it feels like Peyton Manning's been retired forever now, and Tom Brady's still playing, and Drew Brees. It's weird, right? But it looks like Tom's finally starting to. I'm not a big buyer that like he's he's done. I, I really believe it's. He doesn't have a good offensive line, and he doesn't have great receivers. I think that's part of it. But I do think he's you know, starting to diminish just a little bit. Not to even go backwards, but just thinking of weird things and talking about uh, the remaking of the quarterback. Something just, did you find it weird, that stat? And I guess I didn't realize it till it Burroughs went and win the Heisman older than Lamar yeah. Jackson. That's insane to me. Yeah, he's Lamar. older than Lamar Jackson. He's going to be MVP. He's going to be MVP younger. of the NFL. Lamar Jackson, who we think is going to win, is younger than Joe Burrow, the Heisman. The Heisman. That goes to tell you what Lamar Jackson is going to be as far as time. I mean, but again, though, Okay, let's talk just later down the line. Does the way that he plays and the kind of quarterback that he is, do you think that ultimately shortens his career some? It has to. I mean, look at Cam. You know, and Cam's a bigger dude. And Cam used to take hits, yeah. remember? And and it got to the point to where he was he was yelling at referees because he thought they weren't protecting him. Remember, that was that's when you knew things were going south with Cam because he was spending more times arguing with the refs and. The more you argue with them, the less they were taking care of him. Remember, he was getting slammed, and the refs were turning their backs. You and know? we heard that earlier this week with, with Lamar is that teams are targeting his legs. Earl Thomas came out yeah. and defended him. He said, we ain't playing that. And that's what scares me about that team. They have each other's backs so much. you know. And Earl Thomas came out and said, we ain't playing that game. If y'all are going to do that, then we're going to start doing it to your players. So leave Lamar's legs alone. And Lamar comes back with the perfect – like Andrew, like, I don't care. Like, I'm going to keep running the ball yeah. there. It's just he's the perfect quarterback out there. I hate to keep saying it. And I hate I hate to write it, but and I'm being the Steelers guy, and now I got to worry about this guy yeah. forever. It's like, man, I got to worry about him for the next ten years or X amount of years. I hate that, but I love to watch him play football. Me too. And you know, you talk about you know maybe the, the injuries catching up with them. I mean, they're already talking about rested in week seventeen. That's this year. They're already talking about that. When we get back, we're gonna get to the HRMP listener line. AJ, I see you're on, and we got a few other callers on standby. Get your fantasy questions ready. Get your gambling questions ready. Get the barbecue ready, and get ready to cast this Man City Arsenal over because there's been three goals already in the first half. We need half a goal to cash it. You better cash that quick. Moneyline ESPN 97.5. See, back back then, then, if you had a car, you was the Chi-Town version of baby, and I was just a virgin. Twitter. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline 97.5. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. 
Welcome back to Moneyline 713-780-3776. The phone lines are open. Get your questions in at Moneyline975 is where you can find us on Twitter. But let's not make the people wait. Let's get right to the HRMP listener line because we got a bunch of callers ready to get their questions out for this fantasy Super Bowl, or I'm sorry, semifinal weekend. Let's go over to Nick. Nick, what's going on? You're on Moneyline. What's going on, guys? Hey, I know this is a classic case of getting too cute. Uh, but, man, I'm struggling over this decision on Ryan Tannehill or Patrick Mahomes. You know, I can live with myself if I lose with Mahomes, but I just don't know about that matchup. Also, second part, A.J. Brown or Adam Thielen, who you trust on that one? Appreciate it. Let's see. For me, I'm not getting too cute. I'm going to play Mahomes. I know, and you have to. Yeah. I mean, I know Tannehill. Look, I have him in my top five this week. I think he's going to have a good game. But if it's win or go home, I want Patrick Mahomes on my team. Exactly. Like you said, win or go home. Now, if you had this matchup ten times, I think that Tannehill would outscore him maybe three or four. You know what I mean? But you don't have ten times. You have one, and you can't risk that one being the reason that you played all year long and you lost with Tannehill, and then Mahomes sits on your bench and goes off. And what about the A.J. Brown thing um, over Thielen? I just I struggle to trust Thielen in his first game back. You know what I mean? Like, it's the, it's the playoffs. So, you know, and I like A.J. Brown this week. I think he could have a nice game against the Texans. He's kind of the sexy receiver, sleeper, you know, waiver wire guy this week. He can get that deep ball. You know that the Texans can struggle on that. He's good at yards after catch. Another thing that he can beat the Texans as far as his speed. <sighs> it's tough. He's got a tough one there because, to, again, though, if, if Thielen wasn't coming off injury and you're thinking, okay, then you go with Thielen. But I don't know if this is a case of getting too cute here and saying, I got to take my chances. And I think Brown maybe even has a higher ceiling. Yeah, I, I think – I think it's close, and when it's close, I want to lean to to the guy that's not coming off an injury and hadn't played in a while. Let's get to Reed. He also has a fantasy question. What's going on, Reed? You're on Moneyline. Hey, what's going on? Give a shout-out to Jerry Bo for them beers last night at Texas Courthouse, brother. Appreciate that. I appreciate it, man. Uh, yeah, so uh, I got Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback in both my leagues. And I'm going up against Lamar Jackson in one. I got the chance I can go Brady in that one. And then the other one I was thinking maybe Ryan Fitzpatrick. I just don't know what the weather and the production he showed. What do you think? If it's me, look, I understand, you know, being a little worried about Aaron Rodgers, but he's typically good against the Bears. And I know it's going to be cold, but the weather's not supposed to be bad. It's just cold. So... I would just roll with Aaron Rodgers. I, it's tempting to go with Brady against the Bengals, right? Because it's the Bengals. But, man, Baker Mayfield was terrible against the Bengals last week. And we know Brady's been struggling. I just – I don't get away from Aaron Rodgers here. What about you? Me neither. And we saw him in that snow game. What was it against the Giants, was it? And Rodgers, I talked about his splits. He's got the best splits at home. Seven more points scored per game at home. I think Rodgers blows it up today. I really do. And I would play him harsh. Yeah, I just all right. Yep, appreciate it, brother. Thank you. Yeah, I think he, you know, he's Aaron Rodgers. He's going to show it one of these weeks. Now, going back to that Mahomes question, right? Our man Steven, the weather guy. Yep, he uh, tagged us in something earlier, and he said weather map game day update. Big impacts for the Broncos at Chiefs. Heavy snow is through the ga- is going to be through the game, accumulating three to five inches. Will make it difficult for field condi- conditions. 
teams likely to lean on the ground game. That's interesting. Scares me a little bit, though. I'm not going to lie. It it does. And you have to account for all that. I mean, you really do. But what do we always talk about, though? Typically, it's wind that, that affects fantasy games and passing games the most, right? So... Go check and see if the wind gusts are going to be over 30 miles per hour because that could definitely affect it. Even a guy with an arm like Patrick Mahomes, if you got 30 mile an hour winds, that, you know that could be a problem. But if the if it's not super windy, I think he's going to be able to throw the ball around. All right, let's get over to the HRMP listener line. It's full, so hey, get your questions in. Ag, what's going on, my man? What can we do for you? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Uh, I have a two part question. I need two out of four. One tight end, one flex. I've got Adam Thielen, Hunter Henry, Philip Lindsay, or Darren Waller. Ooh, that's interesting. I kind of like Lindsay this week. And we talked about the ground game. You know, being, Right now we talked about the ground yeah. game. And if you look at the last few games, I think it's the last three or four, I look at that sample. Philip Lindsay is the guy now there. He's had like twice as more carries. He's running at a better success rate. Philip Lindsay is that guy. And in a game that... Maybe they use the short pass game as an extension of the run game because you won't be able to get the ball downfield because of the snow. Who else are they going to throw it to than Lindsey in the flats? And the Chiefs are god-awful against the run. That, I mean, that's I mean, the way you get them. Terrible. You can keep them off balance. I like that play. Yeah, I would go Lindsey there. What about a Waller and, and Hunter Henry? He was asking. That. To me, they're like back-to-back. They are, and it's funny because uh, our guy Nick that called earlier, He had a, I saw his lineup earlier this week. He had sent me a picture of it, and I saw his bench, and then I saw who he had started. He had Henry in. And I told him, man, I think I like Waller, though. But, again, like they're, they're neck and neck. And I just – something in that Raiders game, someone's going to go off. It's going to be that – it's something special in the air for that black hole game. And I hate to be so so cliche about it and things, but I've seen these kind of movies before, man. And, and it's, uh, someone on that Raiders team is going to go off. And if Jacobs isn't going to be there, maybe they lean a little bit more to throw in. Whatever the case is, there's not a wrong answer there. I, I agree, but I'm with you. I, I'd lean Waller. It's really close, though. Well, now if I mess Nick up, then you can blame Josh for it. Disregard <laughs> everything that I told you this week. Josh says take Waller. <laughs> hey, you were on him, too. Come on, <laughs> You man. were on him first, man. <laughs> All right, let's get over to the HRP listener line again because the guys are waiting. Robert with another fantasy question. What's going on? Hey, guys, I got a quick question. Um, I'm in the 12-man league. Don't laugh at me, but my choices are DeAndre Washington from Oakland. Uh, Jamal Williams from the Packers or Philip Lard Laird from uh, Dolphins? Help me out with that if you can. Is it PPR? Let's say PPR. Man, th- th- that's a tough one. I, I don't know. I, I might lean kind of Laird maybe. I, I, you know, like I hate to say the, that. The hold your nose special. Yeah, but. Now say they announce Jacobs out. Say they announce him right now. What would that do to your decision? Oh, d- dude, he's a. A no-brainer. You start Washington, and, and, and you feel great about it. If Jacobs is out, he is the play. But that's a 3 o'clock game. We're not going to know that right now. At and, least, you and know. That would be terrible yeah. for you to have, be in that predicament. But, okay, let's say – it's just hard to say that. Okay, I was going to ask you, well, let's say that – he does play Jacobs. Do you think they'll run him down? But, again, if they're going to let him play, it's because they want him to have that two touchdown. And, like I said, they want to win this game and leave the black hole on a, on a high note. And if they do play him, I think they'll run him to the ground. But, again, just falling on your shoulder just one time on a tackle, that can do it for him. Yep. And going back to what you said about the reports, it makes sense that maybe it's their camp thinking, hey, like, 
we want to you know bump up his stats. He wants to win Rookie of the Year. It would do a lot for you. It, it, it would, and, and I get all that. And, and he loves football. You know, if he if he feels like he can play, then he's going to want to go play. But if you're John Gruden, you're like, man, I got one of the best young running backs in the league, and this game doesn't matter. And his shoulder is cracked. You know, it really is. You know, why risk him? You know, I I just I wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? If I if it was if I was Gruden, like I wouldn't do it. There's to, nothing to gain. No, there's nothing to gain. Like just be happy that you nailed your draft pick and let him get ready for yeah. next year. You don't need anything. It'd be such a Raider thing. Think about that. You're thinking right now. You know what? You are right. It'd be such a Raider thing. And I I'll knock on wood. I don't want anything to happen. But it'd be such a Raider thing for him to go out there and really hurt something and maybe something that'll go into next year's training camps. You know, whatever the case may be. But yeah. It's a tough predicament you're in, but if for whatever reason Jacobs is out, you're in a prime spot. You, you, and obviously you planned ahead, so you, there's the payoff for you. You gambled whenever you picked him up, hoping that maybe this happened, and, and if it does, you're, it's a 50-50. I think even less than that that he plays in my head. I think that they're playing possum, and I think they're going to come out and say, you know what, we're not going to risk it. And they probably are. And that's why you go ahead and pick up Washington and just wait. Because then your opponent can't pick him up if he's on your team. Exactly. Start blocking. This is where you start blocking for moves now, for moves next week. Be be a, a step ahead because when it's it sucks when you're the guy that gets played and then you go to the waiver wire the next yep. week and you're like, oh man, why didn't I think of that? Mm-hmm. It's, that was so simple to think of it. Or this defense was on the waiver wire. I should have just looked and said who's playing who in the next week. And it's things that simple. Go ahead and look right now what defense are available and who they're playing next week. And they might be better than the defense that you got going now. Let's take another call right here. Brandon with another fantasy question. What's going on, Brandon? Hey, how's it going, guys? Got a quick question for you. Do I play Tom Brady or Baker Mayfield? Thanks a lot. I'm probably a bad person to ask because I am so over Baker Mayfield. Like, he really (laughs) pissed me off last week, Jerry. Like, I thought thought he'd at least be decent. You know what I mean? And he was was none of those things. So, he is on my bleep list. So, for me – I, I would go with Tom Brady against the Bengals. But that's because like, I'm so passionately mad at Baker Mayfield for being terrible. And it looks like Odell Beckham is just not right. You know, so I, I, I'm not trusting him anymore. So, But, you know, full confession, it's because Baker burned me last week. That's why I feel this way. But I would go with Tom Brady. I like Baker as far as I think now that he's getting his weapons back, like that's a different offense than what it was at the beginning of the year. And we knew that it was going to take them time. We knew as far as football guys that don't overreact and people that were jumping on the band, we knew, hey, if it does work, it's probably going to take some time. And I want to see how that locker room uh, reacts in the struggle. We knew that these things were going to happen. But one thing that can be said about that Cardinals defense, they're 29th in past DVOA. They're bottom five against number one receivers, against slot receivers, against tight ends, and against running backs. They're awful. And then you got an offense that runs at a fast pace. So you think that you're going to get X amount more possessions in that game, right? And I'm going to go ahead and I told you, I'm going to give you all my plays today as they come to me. He smashed the Browns, and I don't know exactly where they're at now because I locked my bet in a few days ago, but we had them at two and a half. I'm, I'm running to the bank with the Browns at minus two and a half. I think this is a, a pound spot for the Browns. I think they do throw up 27, 30 points, maybe even more. This is that game where they take advantage of a lowly team, and, and then the, the narrative gets going, and then Murray's going to have his moments, and Baker's going to have his I think this game screams points it's uh it's a three-point spread now in cleveland's favor 49 is the over under it's actually gone up a couple points what do you think about the total 
I think it gets there, but I would rather lean on maybe the team total of the Browns. Now, check this out. Arizona, 7-5-1 against the spread, and that's as of late. They haven't been covering for a while, though. They're recovering, but they were covering big numbers. As a low spread, spreads of 2.5 or lower, they haven't covered one time this year. So they cover spreads or, or their, their number wins when it's big spreads. But earlier this year, in week two, they were plus two against the Panthers. They lost 38 to 20. In week 13, they were plus two and a half against the Rams. They lost 34 to seven. Last week, they were plus two and a half against the Steelers, 23-17. When the cards are favored by an under, when they're an underdog of a field goal or less, they lose the games by an average of 15.3 points. Whoa. That's what stuck out to me. That's what led me to this bet. That's what tells me, hit the Browns. We're going to the Super Bowl. Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. Need a new restaurant to go to? Visit culturemap.com to get the latest restaurant and bar news. I hope you're hungry. From Culture Map food editor Eric Sandler. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. My man Andrew bringing all the jams at Carlson Radios, where you can find the man, the myth, the legend himself on Twitter at Josh Jordan 97.5 at Jerry Bow Knows with a Z at Moneyline 97.5-713-780-3776. That's the spot. That's the jam. And that's where you're going to get whatever questions you have off your chest for the next 30 minutes because that's the countdown. The countdown is on until you get a chance to get yourself into the Super Bowl of your fantasy playoffs. And those that don't play fantasy and they're like, Jerry, I want gambling. Well, we're going to make some money as well. We just dropped the Browns. On you, you're gonna take them to the Super Bowl, right? Don't drop the Browns on me, Jerry. Don't drop the Browns <laughs> on me. <laughs> but let's get over to the HRP listening line right now. We have Richard. He has a fantasy question. Yes, I'm uh, one of the side between Aaron Jones and Raheem um, Mozart. Uh, for me, I'd go Aaron Jones. Uh, look, he's he's been great all year. I don't think you get away from him this week. And I think he, this is a blow up spot yeah. for him. I think this is one of those weeks. I was talking to my friend earlier uh, yesterday, actually, and we were talking about props on him. And I'm like, this is for whatever reason one of those games that Jones comes up with two touchdowns for no reason, and yeah. we know that it's going to be snowing. We know that they, they're going to use him in the short pass game. I like Jones a lot. No, I do too. And. I think he's really kind of established himself now as like a really good running back. And I think the Packers see him as the guy now. And Rodgers has always wanted him yes. to be the, be the guy. Remember, Rodgers would speak, he would talk him up big. This is what Rodgers wanted. And you think that Rodgers doesn't want to lean on him now to, to so that everyone else sees what he's been putting into fruition? Fire up, Jones. You'll be all right. No doubt. And, you know, Greg Cosell talks about him. He compares him to like a young Frank Gore, actually, which I think is kind of a – it is kind of a – I can see it with Aaron Jones a little bit, like a young Frank Gore. He's He's got he some runs, of those skills. Yeah, he yeah. runs like him. People forget what Frank Gore was, man. A young, yeah. It's been that uh, so long. But, man, Frank Gore, is is he a Hall of Fame? He's got to be. I mean, he's, First ballot? 
I mean, he's isn't he like top three now in yeah, rushing no, yards? I, think I mean, so too. Like, I don't know how you don't vote him in. And he's had an amazing career. And a guy that like blew out both his knees really early on and hadn't really seemed to affect him. Let's go over to the HRMP listener line real quick. Justin with another fantasy question. Yes, I was wondering if I need Michael Gallup, uh, Slayton, or DeAndre Washington. I'll hang up with this one. Uh, the, the problem we don't know about Washington, you know, if he's going to play. So, but out of those two guys, I'd probably go with Gallup. Yeah, and that's a big spot today. I think Gallup blows it up because I think that Cooper's going to see a lot more of the shadow coverage. Ramsey. Yeah, exactly. And I think that they're going to force feed Gallup because that's where you can beat them. You can beat the number two cornerbacks on. And don't get me wrong, as of late, they've been playing better. But I think that that's where you attack them. You're going to throw at Gallup. Gallup's going to have a big game. Gallup's going to have one of those 10, 11 target games. Hopefully he could catch six, seven of them, get in the end zone, get you a little 80, 90 yards. I'm still taking Washington, though, if, if Jacobs is inactive, right? Washington is the pound spot like Washington's gonna be your league winner if Jacobs sits out I mean this is the prime spot to run him in that position we talk about the game last game in the black hole we talk about that the Jacksonville Jaguars defense has given up we talked about how bad they are if right now you're praying and you're saying let it pay off because if you have Washington it's because you were thinking ahead yeah no no doubt so a lot of decisions a lot of fantasy titles to be decided around three o'clock today that, that's uh, these late games are going to really impact the results of this week. Definitely. Let me get over to the text line because we also have some questions there. Metcalf or Fuller PPR? Oof. This one's close for me, but I would go with Metcalf just because it's the playoffs, man. I don't want to worry that Fuller's going to tweak that hamstring, you know, in the second route of the game. And, and in PPR, I think Metcalf's probably going to catch more balls. It seems like he's becoming kind of more of the consistent target than Tyler Lockett. Lockett hasn't been doing much since that leg injury, and DK Metcalf's kind of taken over as the main dude. Same question a week later, my man says, Wilson or Watson? Man, I Wilson is just, he hasn't been that great the last few weeks. And it's not just because of only him. It's You know that Seattle, last year Seattle ran the ball the most out of the NFC, right? Yep. And then now this year they're having success that way, and we were talking up Carson, and let's go ahead and drop that bet right now. Carson over rush yards, depending where you can get at it. But I saw it at 78, 80. Let's call it 80, you know, because with props, they uh, differ so much from book to book. But let's call it 80. I don't see how Carson doesn't get to 80. No, he's my number two running back this week. Number two? Yeah, number two. Get over to Sports Map, guys, and check out these rankings because if you need to put together a quick DFS lineup or, you you know, you're about to be in church or getting out, whatever the case is, go over there and check them out because I've put up together so many good lineups just looking at his uh, at. Josh's rankings and just saying, you know what, I could afford this guy, get this guy, plug him in. I know sometimes we don't have the time to do it. Go ahead and try that. Yeah, and I like Deshaun, you know, to answer his question. I, I think you roll with Deshaun Watson this week. Russell Wilson, he's had good success against the Panthers, but the Panthers are so bad against the run. I just think it's a Chris Carson game. I just think they want to get out of there with the win. Maybe they don't want to get too cute. You know, just, just go to Carolina, get that win, run the ball, and get back home. 11-5, and five, Watson against the spread as an underdog was the stat I gave out earlier. 25 points per game when he is an underdog as far as fantasy is another stat I, get out, I gave out earlier. I like, this is a blowout spot, I think, for him. And Fuller's active. 
So even if he's just a decoy, just him being on the field, making safeties respect his speed, that opens up everything for Deshaun. And the funnel defense that is the Titans, they it's a, it's a they allow the pass. I mean, it's a pass funnel defense. You, they stop the run fifth DVOA, stopping the run twenty something. You know, bottom bottom third, let's call it against the pass in DVOA. Go ahead and fire up Watson. I think Duke Johnson could be like a, a sneaky sleeper this week. Too. Someone in that backfield yeah. is going to go off as well, I believe, and it could be Duke Johnson. Let's get over to the HRMP listener line again. We have Todd, and he has a fantasy question. What's going on, my man? Well, I'm kind of stuck here. Greg Olson got a concussion, so I've got Dallas Goddard. I picked up David Noku coming off injury. Do you trust David Noku against the Cardinals over yeah. Dallas Goddard? I do. I like Njoku this week because I talk, remember whenever I gave out the Cleveland pick and I said how different of an offense they are. And if there's one thing that you can attack the Cardinals on, and not one thing you – I told you earlier, they, they're, they're bottom five against wide receiver ones, running backs, and tight ends. That's where they struggle some of the most. They give up some, one of the most teams uh, to, to attack as far as tight ends. Oh, they're the worst. If you have a tight end, you want to go against the Cardinals. No, there really isn't a better matchup. Me, just because of the, the injury factor with Najoku coming back, like I'd probably go with Goddard, but that's just and me. No, but it makes a lot of sense too because we talked about Jeffries out. Who 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 do they got to as far as receivers? So right. expect a lot of 12 personnel. We talked about the weather. So expect a lot of 12 personnel, a lot of big sets, which puts Goddard and Ertz out there. And we know that the Eagles have success in 12 personnel. We, we do. And we know that the defense is they're going to prioritize Ertz. So, you know, you're probably going to see Goddard in a lot of single coverage. He can easily get in yeah. the end zone today for you. So, yeah, that's not a bad pick as well. Let's get over to Jaime on the HRMP listener line. What's going on? Hey, how's it going, fellas? Um, I got um, one spot, and I got three people I need to fill, or three um, running backs. I'm not sure who to start. Um, Sonny Michelle, Joe Mixon, or James Conner, Pittsburgh. How many are we starting? One. One? I, I go just with, one. Just one? I'd go with Mixon. I'm, uh, the, the Mixon train is hot right now. If, and, and it, it's, if you've held on to him this long, because he was even getting dropped in some leagues at yeah. the beginning, and, and as crazy as that sounds. But if you held on to this long, it, it paid off because it seems like that that's the only thing that works for them in a game that they're going to need to run the ball at one point or another because that's how you attack the Patriots. You can run on them. That's one thing you can do on them. Awesome. And I also think that they'll be getting them involved in the pass game. They will. And that's where they're just using him so much now. Like the Gio Bernard getting in the way thing, that's not really happening anymore. Mixon yeah. is getting so many touches that, especially in a PPR, I think you play him. I know the Patriots is a little scary, but I just think the amount of volume he's going to get, you start him. All right, let's get over to another call. My man Levi, what's going on? You're on Moneyline. Hey, man. I need three out of four here in a PPR league. I got Tyreek Hill. I'm not sure about the weather. I got Devontae Parker, Raheem Mostert, or Miles Sanders. Oh, that's a tough one there. Like, Look, I'm starting Tyreek Hill. No matter just, what. Just no matter what. What do you think about the other guys? I mean, Parker's been blowing it up. He is, but he's coming off a concussion. Exactly. You know, it, I, I, I might go with Mostert. You know, I just... He said he needed two out of those or three? I, I believe... And the, the other one was Miles Sanders, I believe, was the other one. Um, yeah, I I think I'd probably go with Mostert there. And we said that 
they've talked about that that's going to be their guy. They want him to be, you know what I mean? They want him to get carries. And, and if they do really go out there and I know there's going to be points uh, again, okay, let's drop a bet. This leads me to another bet. The over in that game is going to be one of my bets. And I think there's points. You know what though? You said Jordan Howard's inactive, right, Andrew? He is out. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to change that. I think I'll go with Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders is going to get his yeah. as well, and they've been getting him involved. Yeah, I, th- I think you got those three guys with the 49ers, right? Whereas you got Miles Sanders and, and Howard's hurt. And, you know, so and no receivers. So. Right. So, I, yeah, I think I'd go with Miles and we Sanders. T- and we just talked about the 12 personnel that they're probably going to run out extra often, which yeah. is a, a run-in set. So, yeah, Sanders makes sense. Yeah, so – the good news for him is he's got some good options here. You know, these guys should – all these guys, I think, are going to have good weeks. Thanks for giving us a call, man. Let's go over to David. He also has a fantasy question. What's going on? Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Good, good. Let's get you to the Super Bowl. What can we do for you? Uh, look, I'm kind of struggling on who to, who to use as my quarterback. I have a, a Tannehill, I have Avin, and I have Wentz. Um, yeah, so if you could help me out with that, we'd greatly appreciate it. Who is the second one, Tannehill? Allen. I'm assuming Josh Allen. Oh, okay. okay. Um, yeah, that. I think I go with Tannehill. He's top five this week. I'm hands down on yeah. Tannehill as far as those three because uh, we talked about the Allen 37 over under. We Wentz. I don't know who he's going to be throwing it to. And I think that Tannehill is going to be involved in a, in a lot of people, a lot of sharps out there are, are smashing that over. That's one of the favorite plays of everyone this week. So it's a pretty high total too, right? Fifty, yeah. You know, and it's been going up. And again, it's one of the sharper plays out there. Someone I know from this station uh, actually is going to put a, a nice grip on that because they said, "Hey, that's my favorite play of the week." So we talked about it all week long. And you know where I'd bet it, Jerry. Only one place. It's going to be at my bookie. You know this, guys. And Christmas is coming quick. We're going to be out at the Christmas party next Friday at Klein's. Come hang out. Say hi to me and Jerry. We'll be out there. And as we approach the 25th, our good friends at my bookie want to make your season special with 12 days of gifts, guys. That's right. 12 days of risk-free gifts on my bookie from the 14th through the 25th. You get a free parlay on UFC, free bets, free spins, futures, and more. Guys, my bookie is the only place you should be going. You can just pull out your phone. You can get live in-game action on, on, on anything going on, basketball, football, whatever. I'm going to be going to a sports bar right after this to watch my fantasy team, but I'm also going to have some bets on my bookie. I'm going to look at this Texans game. I'm going to look at some of these other totals that Jerry's been talking to me about. I'm going to have some action, guys, parlays, teasers, whatever you need. It's at mybookie.ag, and you want to use the promo code RADIO to get half of your initial deposit. So you put in $500, they will match it with $250. You have 250 free bucks to gamble with today. What a great offer. Put it on your daily calendar to check out mybookie.ag between now and the 25th because there's going to be a new special every day and you're going to want to take advantage. So go to mybookie.ag today, use promo code RADIO, and start winning today. You play, you win, you get paid. MyBookie. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. 
Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. What is going on? We are back, and let me take a moment here to tell you about Brewings, guys. That's where we go. That's where we like to watch our football. We like to eat some wings, and they have some great specials, especially on Sundays, guys. I mean, you get 30 boneless wings for $17.99. I mean, you could, you could split that, like, with one of your buddies. I mean, what a great deal. And they have all the games on. It's not one of those places where you have to be like, yeah, could you put the game on? Oh, the game is on. No, that's ESPN News. You know yeah. you know those places where there's somebody, they, they never work the remote right. That's not the case at Brewings. They have all the games on. You can watch every single game you want to see. If you're a Steelers fan, they'll have that on. It's great. Great wings, great specials, and the beer specials are amazing. On Thursday nights, they have dollar beers. I mean, Tuesdays, two-for-one traditional or boneless wings. It's They're just a great value. And how can you miss 99-cent draft specials on Thursday nights? That's insane. I mean, seriously. You know, I did an appearance there at one of the Brewings out in Humble, and the place was packed. Everybody was drinking the 99 cent beers watching the Texans. Bowl season right around the corner. These specials are all week long. They are, and it's a great deal, and we're actually going to be out there week 17. Texans, Titans, we're going to be broadcasting live from the Brewings off of 249 out towards Tomball, so you can come hang out with us. Jerry will give you some bets. And some beer. Yeah, and some beer. Jerry's not shy about buying some beers. Ask everybody that hung out with him last night. So, it's a good time. Come hang out at Brewings. I'm telling you guys, great food, great beer specials. You're not going to miss out if you go to Brewing. So come hang out with this. And I believe we're going to do one more appearance. It just hasn't been decided. It might be next week or it might be the playoff week if the Texans get there. So we'll keep you posted. Come hang out with us. We'll be at a Brewings in Houston. Hopefully it's near you. All right, let's run through this. It's the gauntlet here. We're down to the to the end of it. So without further ado, let's get to all these questions, Josh, because people want to know, is it Mustard or Washington, even if Jacobs plays? Ooh. I'm going Mostert if Jacobs plays. Mahomes in the snow or Fitzmagic's? Oh, man. I just – I can't live with myself if I bench Mahomes in the playoffs for Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know what I mean? Imagine what you would feel yeah, like. Yeah. I mean, I know there might be some snow. I mean, we're doing the show, so we're not staring at weather reports right now. But I'd go with Mahomes. Allen Robertson or Robert Woods, PPR? Oh, I'm going to go with, as they call him, Bobby Trees. Bobby oh, Trees yeah. it is. Wide receiver PPR, three of these four guys. Fitzgerald, Shepard, McLaurin, OBJ. Three of those four. I think I'm sitting Fitzgerald there, but, uh, man, Odell's been so terrible. But if you made it this far with him on your team, I guess you play him. Melvin Gordon or, uh, I'm sorry, this is a two-part question, uh, De- uh, Washington. If Washington is the starter with Josh Jacobs inactive, I go with Washington. If Jacobs plays, then I, I play Melvin Gordon. And I like Melvin Gordon this week. I think I think he's going to have a nice game. Brady, Mayfield, or Brissett? Well, we talk, kind of talked about this earlier. I'm going to go with Brady. I don't feel great about it. I think you'd probably go with Baker, right? Non-PPR for his RB2, Peterson, White, or Connor? Non PPR, I don't like white off the top right up. Yeah, that 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 worries me. And Connor's just you don't know what you're gonna get from him, man. And that Bill's defense. Yeah, I think you're gonna get volume with Adrian Peterson. I'd I'd roll with him. How about in the flex, Sutton or Brown? Oof. Man, that's a tough one. Good options to have. They are. They are good options. Let me go. Let me see who I have ranked higher, because that's I feel like Sutton's the better player, but 
I'll probably go with Brown. I, I just love the matchup for him this week. I think he, he, he burns the Texans today. Our man Clarence, Hooper or Cook? I'm probably going to go with Hooper just because, you know, Cook's coming off that concussion. That, you know, that worries me a little. With all these injured guys, you can tell, like, I'm I'm trying to side on the caution side during the playoffs because nothing kills you more than the guy goes out there and, and gets hurt on the first series and re-injures himself. And I'm going to go ahead and ride that with you because it's going to push me to put, giving you one of these bets. And one of my favorite bets is the over in that San Francisco-Atlanta game. I do believe that Atlanta can score. Uh, they're going to score in the mid-20s to maybe low 30s. You know what I mean? I do think that this is a letdown spot for San Francisco. I really do believe so. I believe it happens this week, and I believe that a lot of it's going to fall on the shoulders of a lot of those missing defensive backs. You know you know, Sherman's out, yeah. and then I spoke earlier about their center being out, which it's going to lead me to, to think that they're going to run maybe a little less and throw more, and we saw that in that Saints game. I do expect San Francisco to be able to score in Atlanta, but like I said, Atlanta's going to score as well. I think that the over is the play. That's one of my favorite plays of the week. Go ahead and hit that over in a sprinkle, a little money on the Falcons if you're getting double digits. Yeah, it's at, it's at 10. It was actually a little higher. It's come down from 11.5 to 10. Th- that one's interesting. I, What do you think about Julio Jones today? <sighs> I've gotten a lot of questions about him. I, I mean, I'm on the bandwagon this week, yeah. but it's it's tricky. It's tricky. It really is. Calvin Ridley gone. He should see the volume, right? You know what I mean. And for whatever reason, it, uh, this this paints me a picture of Julio going off. It's a blowout spot, and like I said, Sherman's out, and then there are other DBs back, uh, out as well. Ridley's out, giving him more target share. I think it's a blowout spot. Okay. A lot of people asking like Emmanuel Sanders or, or or Debo, like who do you like better of the receivers for the the Niners? I know it's a tough one, right? Sanders, I think. Yeah. I think he's getting acclimated to that to that offense, and I think that he's going to start playing even a bigger piece. And down this playoff run, I think he's going to be pivotal for that team. Okay. Uh, I did want to get to this game because we've had a lot of questions about Melvin Gordon. What do you think about this Vikings-Chargers game? It's in L.A., so you should have some, some good weather there. Chargers are actually they're an underdog. Vikings are favored by a point and a half. Does that seem about right? That seems about right. I try to dig into this game and find angles, and nothing led me to a bet, to be honest with you. But again, those are sometimes the the good games, the ones that you're shying away from from the games that you're like, ah, this is an ugly game. But I don't find any kind of value as far as the uh, gambling aspect. Gotcha. Okay. Then I will say we like Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler. If you have those guys, you've been using them. They've gotten you here. Keep starting them. Dalvin Cook, hey, at least he came through that game healthy, so you're rolling with him again this week. I don't love this spot for Kirk Cousins. Chargers have been really tough on opposing quarterbacks. Do you expect much out of Cousins today? Mm, no. I don't trust him. Uh, do you think that the uh, – oh, well, there it goes. Do you think that the uh, honeymoon stage is over, the, the hot streak that he was on? And not to say that he's not going to continue, but do you think – obviously we're going to get regression to the mean. Right. I, I don't love him today. Just the matchup's bad. And with Derwin, Derwin James back, like the Chargers are healthy again. Exactly. And they're really good on defense. So I'd try and get away from Kirk Cousins today. If You know, if like a Tannehill was out there, I'd probably go with Tannehill. Well, you know what the name or the sound means, and that is put your name on it. We're going to put our name on something that we feel confident in, and it's very, very important this week. So – Get him, Josh. Dude, why don't we go Chris Carson, right? I mean, he is ranked really high this week because he has a killer matchup against the Panthers. Roll with him this week. I think he'll get you there. Maybe a couple scores, 100 yards.
the Houston Texans come through today. Everybody's down on them after what happened against the Broncos last week, but they come through against the Titans today. Ooh, I like it. Go ahead, and I'm just going to throw you just a bunch of random bets before we get out of here. Use those teasers that I told you. Go ahead and tease the Seattle Seahawks down. Tease the Raiders down. Tease those Patriots down. Hit the over in that Atlanta game. Sprinkle a little bit of Atlanta at double digits. Go ahead and smash the Browns because I believe that's a great bet, and I hope that we put some money in your pockets. I hope that we get these questions next week from the same guy saying, I made it to the Super Bowl, yep. guys. I appreciate it, but now we got to seal the deal, and we got to take down the trophy signing off once again for the squad thank you everyone for listening and supporting us we really appreciate it andrew carlson josh jordan and your man jerry bow knows with a z good luck peace G'day, Sam Windsor from the Houston Sabercats here. Rugby's simple. Make tackles, hit rucks, score tries. Almost as simple as using the app. Stream ESPN 97.5 from anywhere, even down under.